You're listening to the Mobcast Network. There's a podcast network. It is a network not only of sports and culture, but of anything you can fathom. And it lies between man's desire to imagine and his want for laughter. It is a network which we call the Mopcast Network. For the past year, the Mopcast Network has been bringing you weekly podcasts for all the commentary on movies, music, sports, recent events, and more. The Mopcast Network. Celebrate fandom. Show pinwheel, pinwheel, la la la, something like that. It, I, I might just play that theme song. That we don't get Viacom here, like Viacom Channel. Oh, that's right, because there's no Nickelodeon. Yeah, there. there's no Nickelodeon, and they have that splat, the splat thing now. Get coming. Is it out yet? Yeah, it's out. Oh, that's sad. You it's don't get well, I wonder if there's an app for it. I don't know. Just find someone who's got like uh, Frontier or something. I, God, Frontier's the worst internet provider, phone line, whatever. I like, I like Frontier. I don't really? It. See, it always. Well, maybe it was just my house. Because it just hates you. It does. They were like, you know what, you suck. I know you owe suddenly money, just pay the money and go back to those guys. <laughs> so that's ultimately what we did. Welcome to the weekly Mopcast, episode 41! <laughs> 41! Officially over the hill. We're over the hill. I can't believe we're like 100. That's 59 episodes from now. Oh, that's a while. It's at least a year. That's at least a year. And the way we well, re- wait, yeah. The way we recorded, maybe two. <laughs> this is a two-year two-year plan. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined to my left, right? <laughs> I'm usually on the left, so. <laughs> Mixing it up. Uh, Aaron Prime. <laughs> you sound like a supervillain. <laughs> I am Aaron I'm Prime. Aaron Prime. Give me all of your... Uh, I am the best Aaron ever. Clearly Canadian. We cleared that. I mean, that was allowed. I am Aaron Prime! People are going deaf at multiple. <laughs> that wave is crazy! Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by ValidationComic.com. You can listen to the ad now. Validation the webcomic, written by Christian Baranek and Kelsey Crawford, follows the story of Allie, a transgender girl doing her best to live a fulfilling day-to-day life. Follow her triumphs and challenges as she dives into a sea of science fiction, webcomics, cosplay, conventions, and of course, dinosaurs. Catch this charming webcomic every Monday and Thursday at validationcomic.com. Validation, the webcomic. And check out that comic. It's a very, very good comic. Uh, uh, 
I'm a big fan of uh, what Christian and Kelsey are doing, and Kelsey's doing some other crazy stuff. She's she's always busy drawing the arts, and uh, Christian, she's you know working the biz, trying to write comics, so living the life, living <laughs> the dream, the dream. That's what we're doing. We're living the dream. We are living a dream. Uh, we are post uh, first anniversary. Uh, the birthday celebration was a blast, even though some people were late. <laughs> I don't know who that was. I don't know either. Terrible people. <laughs> terrible, terrible people. Um, I got to wear a suit and give a PowerPoint presentation like I was important. And there was pictures of me and someone put CEO Scotty. And I was like, nice. a little weirded out by that. <laughs> you don't like being called CEO Scotty? No. I, see, it makes me think this is all like... Papa a, Giorgio. That's like what a, I'm going to start calling you. Papa Giorgio? Yeah. That's just... Oh, oh. No, 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 no. I want to be Don, like in the mafia. Don Scotty. Don Scotty. <laughs> I don't think Scotty's a real uh, Doesn't matter. mafioso name. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this is Don Scotty. Don Scotty. See, <laughs> you say it that way. It's like, you know, like a pasta. <laughs> A really bad Italian. The uh, Alabama, West Virginia mafia. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the Mopcast mafia. MM baby for life. <laughs> UN UN for life. You never be true. See, that's what I wonder. When we like get like the upper echelons of it, mm-hmm. we should do like a mafia ceremony where like you know you, you prick your finger and burn a card. And <laughs> yeah, so if somebody whack a man, if somebody crosses you. Are you gonna put a horse's head in somebody's bed? Yes. Yeah. Or you know a mop a, a mop head. <laughs> Just chop off mops and just throw them in there. He needs business. He totally means business. He totally decapitated a mop. I don't know how I'm going to clean my house now. With a broom. <laughs> Having the same guy twice, he can just trap him to his feet and just what? scoot through his house. <laughs> we, you know, I've had Stu Mop Studios for a long time, and this is the really the first time that I've ever seen success with it. But um, one of the things when we were trying to do, like, mottos, because... I was told a company has a motto, and mm-hmm. we, you know, Mopcast Network celebrate fandom. That, that's us, because you know, gee, we bring good things to life. <laughs> I think of some other ones. Um, um, we're really bad at advertising. We, uh, are, they have to be real ones. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know like any other like McDonald's. I'm loving it. Burger King, have it your way. You just rolling them off. I still have not yet to come up with one. Uh, Walmart, always. <laughs> See, I was sitting there trying to think what Walmart's was. I was like, mm. always. The Walmart looks, they're symbol. I can't, uh, that was weird. <laughs> they're, 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 yeah. Their thimble looks like a puckered up butthole. <laughs> it does. It, looks it, like it really does. I was trying, to, first I let you talk about like the smiley face stickers. No, no, and the, I was like, the, yeah, but no, the little the, star the thing, starfish. The little asterisk or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an asterisk by Walmart. Like, yeah. like they've done steroids. <laughs> <laughs> There's an asterisk by their name, but I mean it really does. It does look like a puckered butthole. So the original, the original motto for Stupop Studios, which is now uh, creating fandom for those who are out there, um, was uh, and you thought the broom was dumb. <laughs> Stupid Mop Studios. And nice. you thought the broom like was dumb. I like it. Let me put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Just start selling those t-shirts. Um, so mottos. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was, uh, it was good. It was jam-packed, but it was good. Uh, oh, yeah. i, I, I got to finish chastising you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I almost went off. Yeah. So, um, almost got off scot-free. He almost did get scot-free. Scotty-free. <laughs> um, so, I, uh, so, uh, Aaron was late. But Aaron had a good excuse mm-hmm. for our shindig. Um, he, uh, his daughter, Keegan, was at practice. Yep. Getting ready for a competition. So, he had to be a good dad. And, and so, we, you know. 
He's excused. Really, my nephew is the one you should be mad at because he was supposed to pick my family up. Oh, is it the guy that looks like a forty-year-old? Yeah, man? Yeah, yeah, I'm mad at him. Yeah. That, that guy, Jonathan, the angry Jonathan, Samoan. John, the, the gentle Samoan. The, Jonathan, the gentle, angry Samoan. Um, but um, yeah, he was supposed to pick up Karen Keegan. You owe me. I don't know what you owe me, but you owe me. If it's manual labor, it's you might as well just chalk that up as a loss. I probably won't be against me. I'd probably doubt it means manual labor. Just have him working around your house, just shirtless. Just <laughs> no, get to work. The ladies in my neighborhood might like that. They they might. I mean, Jonathan is it would be quite a lady catch. Yeah, for a forty year old man in a twenty year old body. <laughs> He's only gonna get better with age, right? And it's like at forty, he looks eighty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's when he catches the real sweet honeys who are like mm-hmm. you know, looking for the money. They're like, oh man, this guy's loaded. Look at him. He's like eighty years old. Because apparently, two tone Nissan. That used to be mine at one point. Is that the car that was always broke, or was that just the one you broke? That was the one that, yeah, that was the one that I traded. Oh. I traded a silver Nissan for this two-tone Nissan. That was supposed to be better. It really wasn't. Right. But out of the deal, I, I got my Mazda, which is now my Toyota. Right. And uh, I get free inspection stickers and free oil changes. So, hey, you win some, you lose some. You do. That's not so bad. It came out pretty much flush. Because the guy felt really bad about it, about right. the whole ordeal. Right. He thought he was helping me out by giving me a newer car, and... Just didn't work that way. Yeah, it happens. But uh, we uh, launched. Uh, we, had a, we had a nice cake. Uh, those on Twitter have seen the cake because I've been posting it pretty much in, with everything. I was like, I love this cake, and it's important to me because it's the first time I've seen my character mop on a cake. Mm-hmm. I, I was about to when, when the bar went because she, she picked it up for mm-hmm. us uh, when she she um, had um, she she uh, took. I'm, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> She took the pic- a picture of it on her phone and sent it to me, and I was like, "I'm about to cry." That's just, that's just, that's that's my baby. That's my baby on a cake. And so, it's the closest thing to parenthood I'll ever quite yeah. feel. Um, though, though you, you, you put some feelings in my heart. <laughs> Not like you know, like that, but. <laughs> Who, so, me? Yeah, you. Yeah, so I'm I'm not one who who thinks you'll have children. Uh-huh. And it's not that I'm against children. Children are great. I'm, I, I don't really seek children out. I'm like, I need a child. And so... I'm glad you emphasized how you were going to like restate in that. Because the way it sounded a little bit, it could have came out like a little pedophile-ish when you were like, I don't just seek children out. Right, but I, <laughs> but I, I know what you mean. mean, but... you mean I, and so, um, so at the party, he brings Keegan, who is adorable <laughs> and funny and smart. And I'm like... You know, if I had a kid, yeah. I kind of want one like that. I don't know if I, you know, I guess you can't really shop for what you get. <laughs> Just go pick it up. I want her to be like this. I need, do this. I need, I need these things for the the child. Can 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 you guarantee? Just throw it on in there. Just you know, do I pay extra? What? <laughs> There's a can warranty. You, I'm not sure. I know we can genetically modify food. Can you do it to my child? Right, right. I'm not. I'm not quite sure how this all works. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I know how it works. Yeah. You know, you know, insert, you know, you know, uh, slot A to tab B, I, I'm, and repeat until baby is created, uh, but, and that's how babies are born. <laughs> but Keegan was sweet, and um, she she hung out, literally hung out with me. Oh, the, yeah, she the, went out on your side. She went out like we we walked and did things like uh, you know just cleaning up and stuff after the party. She was just right with me. She was my shadow, and I was like, you know, I could I could get used to this. Yeah. This is kind of cool. And so, but then I, you know, the best part was I can be like, and hey, now go home. Yeah, you can get on out of here. Go. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was very sweet to have you know, a sidekick for a little while. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Um, except for like, she's kind of like her mom uh, and she's very bipolar sometimes. Right. Um, so like 
one day, like, we'll be super cool with each other and, you know, having a good time. And the next day, like, wants nothing to do with me. Get away. You mess everything up. Stuff like that. So, I think just... Much like your coming on life. Yeah. I think it's just a, a, a... And I'm not trying to be sexist, but I think it's just a female thing. Like, guys just drive women crazy <laughs> to a point to where they're like, all right, just leave me alone for a little bit. <laughs> I need my me time. And I, I have finally figured that out. Me and Kay have been together for going on eight years. It'll be eight years in January. And I finally figured out that when we fight, I just need to just shut up and just move like to the other room. Right. Because originally what I would do is, you know, hover over. Right, what's wrong? Everything okay? Da, 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 da. And that just makes it a thousand times worse. At least in my case. So that's love advice from Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> happy work, Aaron happy Prime. life. Aaron Prime and his love advice. <laughs> I'm going to join Pezzy Fett. <laughs> Pezzy Fett's coming. I'm looking forward to it. Um, we're... So... For those who don't know what Pezzy Fit is, and, and I, um, I found a at Walmart. Speaking of which, Walmart is <laughs> a Pez dispenser, Boba Fett, or Boba Fett Pez dispenser, I guess. And um, I figured that the best thing it could do, after of course the candy was eaten, was that it should give love and life advice. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I've got someone voice and aim. And so if you are wanting to, and, and the thing I want to do with it, and this is for audience participation. Is that uh, first of all follow at PezzyFet? That's at P E Z Z Y F E T T on Twitter. And if you follow him, you can ask PezzyFet a question about you know love advice. You know, mm-hmm. you know my man is doing X, or how can I get this girl to fall in love? Whatever, or just a life advice like I'm having trouble with my landlord. Whatever. PezzyFet will will pick your question, and he will answer it on video. Nice. And so uh, we're looking for questions right now. So if you guys can help out, please follow uh, PezzyFet and ask questions. And, uh, you know, I'm actually expecting Greasy Rick to do it. <laughs> hey, Greasy Rick called me out on the grill out, by the way. I, I ran into Jeff and he was, uh, or El Jefe, and he, he told me about that, yeah. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm, I'm already offended. Yeah, he said it was, uh, he said, because, I mean, on the, on the grill, they, you, you know, they did the last segment. And uh, when they, they grill, when yeah. they're grilling people out, <laughs> and he said that he couldn't even get one out because of how how good the the, the burn was. Well, so. if that's the case, El Jefe needs to be fired. <laughs> El Jefe needs to be supporting me. He didn't I'm have your back at all. Oh, he didn't have my, he didn't my have back, your at back at all. He let, he El Jefe, come on, buddy. He let you feel the full burn. I, I'll let you hang out with us on Bros, Booze, and Movies. <laughs> El Jefe, come on. So I've got to get. Uh, I've got to listen to uh, Greasy Rick, but uh, and find out what he said to me. But I may have a, a grievance to let Pezzy Fett figure out. <laughs> Dear Pezzy Fett, this dude on my network is being a dick. <laughs> I hate him. He's mean. He's a bully. He just says all kinds of mean things. What should I do? Love Scotty. <laughs> I'd imagine like a bounty hunter would give really good life advice. Yeah, I think so too. That's what. Uh, plus a Pez dispenser. Yeah. Full of candy and advice. I was no disintegrations. Pez, Pez. I'm trying to think. I, I always used to. You know how you. you I don't know why I'm explaining how a Pez dispenser works with <laughs> you. I think most people who are listening know what a Pez dispenser if is. If not Google or YouTube, Pez dispenser. I was always too impatient to you know click it and just get one at a time. Right. So I just pull the lid up and just jump them on my mouth. Oh, I get you beat. I just ate candy. I never put it in the. Machine. Oh, you never put it in the machine. That's work. Yeah. I, I was like, I've already opened the package. Why can't I eat the Pez? Why do I have to load it and unload <laughs> it in my mouth? All right, because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So the that's how I, the Pez that was in the Pezzy Fed. That's how it happened. I, that's how you consumed them. And it was strawberry, raspberry, and something else. Cherry, maybe? All um, red fruits. Which are fine by me because I like them. Flavor-wise. Yeah. But, um, so that's coming. Uh, we've got uh, other things coming. Big surprises. We've got a video coming toward the end of the month. I'm looking forward to that. Some of the things I'm going to edit tonight after I edit this show. <laughs> um, but, you know, the party's over. Uh, we've also entered the West Virginia Collegiate Business Plan Competition. And now this is where the podcast gets even more boring. <laughs> um, but West Virginia University and Brick Street Insurance has a business plan competition. Uh, and we entered last year and did okay. Um, I don't think people get what we do, but we entered again because, well, honestly, last year we didn't really know who we were. It was really, really. In its infancy. Right, you know, and, you know. Yeah, we're still a toddler. Yeah. And so we've taken first steps. It, the competition was what, November of yeah, last year? Yes, yeah, November. The like we were formed in October on yeah. October 9th. Two weeks later we'd entered the com- competition. So I mean I think this year and you guys did pretty decent. Yeah, we did pretty too. decent and now I kinda see what they're doing and, and, and you've got the numbers now. And and so I'm I'm looking forward to it. But it's like ten thousand dollars and some other cool stuff that I think is gonna be awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. I um uh, so I had that and the party, and then Saturday, um, the greatest intern, Elaine, or now who we're calling Ellie. Ellie? We decided we're calling her Ellie. So everyone out there, Ellie the intern. <laughs> and uh, Ellie the intern, she um, she got us set up with uh, this anime convention in Huntington, West Virginia called Subasacon. And um, it's a small con, but it's awesome. Yeah. It is um some of the best cosplay I've seen in a while. Shakakon a couple weeks ago was great, and they had some really good cosplay there. But I think um, Subasakon's a little bit bigger, so they had a little mm. bit more draw. And um, But the cosplay there was amazing. Was Frankenberry there? Frankenberry wasn't there. Um, I think Frankenberry was at the New York Comic Con. I think that happened this weekend too. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I think he. I think. I think Frankenberry was actually the Frankenberry guy goes everywhere apparently, uh, and so he's local though, right? Right, he's local. But I did see some cool stuff. I saw there was a great bender from um, <laughs> Futurama. Futurama, a really really good bender. Um, I saw uh, a lot of Bob, Bob's Burger stuff. Sweet. A lot of Bob's Burger, and I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't know that show very well, but oh, I was like, you're not a fan of Bob's Burgers? No, 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 I'm not. I, I'm, it's breaking not my heart right now. No, it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just I, I haven't seen a lot of episodes. Yeah. I haven't sat down and watch it. But um, the girl with the ears. Um, it's not Tina. Uh, but um, they had a lot. There was a lot of her. Yeah. Forgive me out there. Tina and Jean. What the hell is her name? Um, I don't know. I don't remember, she's but I watch by, it. Yeah, yeah. She's voiced by Christian Shaw. See, I yeah. know that part. I watch it, and I, I I'm really embarrassed. Kean Kean loves the show. Yeah. Um, on her spaceship that she has in the backyard, she wrote and chopped Bob's Burgers' biggest fan. So. <laughs> you have a spaceship in your backyard? Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. I mean, it's a little tight spaceship, but that's awesome. Yeah. Did it every, crash land? Did you? Every time I go to cut my grass, because it used to be in the front yard. Every time I cut my grass, I'd move it to, like towards the edge of the road. Right. And people would always stop by. They'd be like. You, are you throwing that away? I'm gonna. Can I get it? Are you throwing that away? I'm like, no, I'm just cutting grass. It's going back in that patch of dead grass area over there. <laughs> I just can't. I hate weed eating, so I'm not gonna weed eat around it. I'll just move it and cut grass. Right. So, yeah. Um. 
but so I saw those. There was an eight foot tall Wookiee. That was awesome. Nice. I guess he was a, he looked more like, I don't think he was just any Wookiee. I think he was Chewbacca. But, um, and, but Louise. Just, uh, Louise is her name. Yeah, Louise. <laughs> I was like, no, no, Chewbacca, Louise. It's, it's Chewbacca, not Louise. <laughs> Louise, the eight foot Chewbacca, you know her. <laughs> Gosh, you say I don't know Star Wars. I just threw a reference out. You had no idea. Who it was. It's Chewbacca's ex-wife. Everybody knows this. Chewbacca's ex-wife. Louise. I don't know what Chewbacca's wife is named. I know his kids is Lumpy. Lumpy. And his I know a guy that's named Lumpy. Father or father-in-law is Itchy. Itchy. Yeah, Lumpy, and I cannot think of what. That's from the Star Wars uh, holiday special. Lumpy and itchy, which we'll talk about in a minute, but but because there's some other things we're gonna do at the network, but I want to finish Subasagon before we get to it. And um, Subasagon was very, 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 very cool. Uh, I think other. Oh, all right. So at ChakraCon, um, I ran into this uh, father and son duo, mm-hmm. and it's his father and his three year old boy. And at ChakraCon, they were dressed up as um, zombie. He was zombie t- Tony Stark, and his son was Chucky from Child's Play and looked just like him. Yeah. He had natural red hair and they dressed him up and you know said this little baby <laughs> with a knife and he had a, he had a cookie cuz yeah. you know that he was 3 this, you know you know you you're going to take a 3 year old in a convention you better you pull him up, up. Full yeah. him up with a, co- a cookie cuz you know I would want a cookie and so the great great stuff and then I ran into them again at Subasicon and he was dressed up like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat, and he looked great. The dad or the little the boy? The dad. The dad okay. looked great. The little boy, Captain America, and he would salute. That's cool. <laughs> that's parent. I like to think I'm a good parent, and I've done parenting right. That's that's really strong parenting. Cool. It's yeah, very, very, it's very very cool. And I got video of both of that. It's good. It's going to go online. So sweet. You guys will get to see, see that. I'm doing a Shaka. I'm doing a Shaka Khan cosplay video, and I'm doing a Subasaka general video. We've done. I didn't get as much footage as I would have liked. We had some camera problems, but and we're actually user error on cameras. Um, now I know how to fix now to work it. So. <laughs> if only there was a time first, machine. First time really working with that camera, so yeah. that's what it is. But oh, uh, let's see what I, who else I saw. I saw. Uh, oh, I met, uh, I met the guys who do the five hundred first in West Virginia, and the five hundred first is the Star Wars fan club. Oh yeah, guys, yeah. Are, guys are dressed up like stormtroopers and stuff. And uh, I guess it's the five hundred first and the Jedi Legion. I, it, I think, forgive me if I don't don't know that, but uh, there's about 25, 26 members. One of the guys lives right near the university, so we're gonna try to have him on the podcast. Sweet. And so I'm looking forward to that. I met. So were they in full regalia? Yeah, yeah, sweet. yeah. The guy, one guy was dressed like a Jedi and looked pretty sweet. One guy was an Imperial officer, looked really, really awesome. And um, so th- those were really, really cool. Um, a lot, of course, a lot of anime stuff that I didn't recognize. Yeah. But that's okay. Lots of I've noticed about anime is everything's all these bright colors and everyone has these giant ornate staffs. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> you know, it was like everyone had like a, a nine foot staff of something. It's like pretty colors and huge staffs. Right. Um, the other neat thing there was a there's a traveling manga li- uh, manga excuse me manga library uh, that this originated in South Carolina and they travel cons and they set up at cons and you know you can go and read manga and it's. That's a really cool gig. I, a really I had a cool friend gig. who was into manga. So I, heavy. I mean, I'm not into it, but I like comics, and so I, I get it. And so yeah. I get why people love it. But it was really neat to say, see in the middle of this, there's this nice reading library. My yeah. friend was super weird, though. Like, he used to wear driving gloves when we drive around. Like, that's stuff old people do. Yeah. Wear driving gloves. I just want to leave go. That's what driving gloves are for. And, like, he was wearing those, and then he would, like, listen to classical music, like, blasting through a stereo. 
so we're like 16, 17 year old. And so he kids. still got some Bach or. Yeah, and we're, I'm like, man, this is. Beethoven. Bah, 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 bah. I hate that you're the only one that can drive. Bah, 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 bah. I would almost rather take the KRT. The bus. Uncle Kurt. Uncle Kurt, the bus. Uncle Kurt gets you everywhere. Uh, let's see. There was. Uh, so we want to go back next year. Mm-hmm. And we, wanna, we, we had a table. Uh, Ellie, the intern, got us a table, which was the first time we had a table nice. out of the place. And people recognized who we are. So we actually have listeners. <laughs> So I'm proud of that. So thank you guys from and from the Huntington area to who who or who went to Sabat's Club to listen to to us. So we're moving to Huntington. No, we're not moving to Huntington yet. We're but uh, we're happy that uh, yeah, you guys listen and we want to go back to Sabatscon because I want to do it right. So mm-hmm. I want to do all three days and I want to do. I, I now know what I want to do with it because it's my that was my first Sabatscon. Yeah, and so um, they do uh, some they do this thing. This thing they call the masquerade, and it's a it's a party where it's well, it's not really a party. It's like a, a theater show, and so there's these seats, and there's people who dress up, and they 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 have skits or pantomime songs, and do so. I want to come up with a skit or something in yeah. costume for that's something mop cast that we can do next year. So I'm so I'll probably wheels are turning. Yeah, wheels are turning. I'm really excited about doing that and some other things. I hope to. I'm gonna pitch some panel ideas. I want to start because I really want to start hosting panels, mm-hmm. and, and so, so I'm gonna pitch some panel ideas. I'm the same thing I'm doing at ShockerCon too. Um, this week, I want to say before I go into the oh, uh, Ellie uh, interviewed um, a band from Los Angeles by way of Tokyo, um, Kaza, mm-hmm. and they were awesome. She, uh, I, th- I hope I'm saying it right, Kaza, and uh, she, she was amazing gave us a copy of the CD and autographed it and I gave it to the intern sweet so was it like Kaza the old like like Lamar when they're Kaza yeah I think they're or Kaza yeah yeah something like that and, used to kill my computer <laughs> but um so we, we uh, she's got an interview from with them that's cool and that's gonna be online uh soon uh what else did we have oh I um I, f- I interviewed a friend's girlfriend and it turned out to be one of the most fun interviews I had done. She drug him to to Subasco because not all dudes are into it. Yeah, you know, and that's you know that's taking one for the team. You know, I'm going to go to this thing you love, and he, I mean he was having a good time. Don't get me wrong, but um, she she was really into it, but she didn't dress up because her Sailor Moon outfit wasn't hers. Her Sailor Moon cosplay wasn't finished, uh-huh. and so we were talking about that, and they're kind of on this tangent about Sailor Moon uh, as a bluegrass band, and I'm like. Okay, so let me tell you. This is all I know about Sailor Moon. I'm, I am yeah, your I native, yeah. right, right. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, and and as you, as Aaron Prime will attest, and hopefully as you as listeners, unless this is your first time, I know a lot of oh. <laughs> a lot about pop culture. I like this. I and like and like scary things that most people probably would have forgotten. Right, like, that it yeah, just stays it just in my brain. That's why I'm bad at math and science. <laughs> you had to make room in your brain. Right, I had to, like, had to sacrifice <laughs> things that I'm like, I'll never use for like... Your brain's like, just throw out anything above multiplication tables right. and you division. Know, we, yeah, don't, we won't need it. I need to put more Star Wars facts in here. <laughs> just get it in there. Um, or, you know, that the, you know the, there are two USS Defiance. And DS9. One of them is actually the Sao Paulo. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> what is DS9? Oh, Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine, yeah. Deep okay. Space. So we call it DS9. The fans, okay. DS9. We don't say the full... You don't... It, you don't you're not bothered with the... No, full. words or letters are... That's how you keep the, the people that are in the know involved. Right. Okay, so I'm sad to say that I only know a, a little bit about Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was naming people who could be in this fictional, theoretical, bluegrass man, <laughs> man by doing this. 
there are nine planets. Yeah. Eight, eight planets. Sorry, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Because um, <laughs> he's like, Pluto's not a planet. Uh, okay, I got you. But, you know, for 35 years of my life, or 32 Pluto years of Pluto's a planet. So give me some time to deal with that. Um, so I figured I would just take Sailor and a planet. And I'd be good with it. And I was doing good. You know, I'd like, Sailor Jupiter could play the drums. And <laughs> Sailor Mars could be on the washtub base. And Sailor Venus could have the... I like how my accent just kicked in. bigger, <laughs> yeah. Sailor Venus could have the, the washboard. And she play the spoons. And then she, <laughs> Sailor Mercury can play the spoon. Whatever. <laughs> and um, she was like, yeah, yeah. But what you know, and I told her my tr- the truth, and, and I was like, I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm just adding sailor to it. She goes, I know because you because those t- their personalities totally wouldn't play those instruments. And I was like, I felt bad. <laughs> it's like, look, I was really just trying to get their names out there. <laughs> and so, um, that, uh, I interviewed uh, uh, a Link cosplayer that was awesome. The Link looked amazing, and uh, made his own chain chainmail and whatnot. Link was Link and sword will look cool. So. Or works, uh, you know, that was pretty cool. And there was a guy who was dressed as a very sweet but very tall Wolverine. <laughs> and Wolverine's supposed to be short, he's supposed yeah. to be like 5'4, yeah. but no one dresses like a 5'4 in Wolverine because of Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And, but this guy was a pretty sweet um, Wolverine. And there was a guy who's, uh, there was a pretty sweet arrow costume. And um, he was hanging out with um, um, the girl from Brave, Merida. Yeah. See, I've not seen Brave, so it's a great movie. So I hear it, and I own it. it. Makes me almost cry every time. Not every time, every <laughs> once in a while. You're just like, oh, I'm in my emotions. <laughs> that's sweet, I, that's but sweet. I'm like a lot. A lot of Disney movies just make me almost cry. So, uh, Sebastian was was a blast. Actually, it was a really, really, really good. It sounds time. like it. We had a blast doing it. We want to go back. Uh, we we have Sebastian has us. Um, uh, if you guys uh, are looking, if you guys are in. You don't even have to be in the West Virginia. If you're in Kentucky, Ohio, or something, you're, and you're in Anna, close, Tennessee, yeah. you're close. And and if you're in anime, go to South Boscon next year. It's a really, really good con. I was really surprised. I was really, really surprised because Shotcon's a great con, but it has a different atmosphere. Feel, yeah. It has a, it's got a small community feel to it. Yeah. Because it's new and it's 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 growing. It's really good to see it, and every year it gets bigger and bigger. And Rose or Mike doing these amazing, amazing things with it, and you're like looking forward to next year. Sebastian's been around for a while, and mm-hmm. so they've grown in this different way, and so it was it was pretty cool. I you know so I was I was pleasantly surprised, and really really happy, and I hope we can build a relationship with Sebastian. So if you're listening, Sebastian, we want to do stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so and uh, we'll put, we'll put a link on, at the bottom of the podcast so you know how to get to it, and I'll be looking for the videos uh, this week or next week depending on um, editing, um, but sometime be- in October. Yeah, they'll be out before the end of October. Um, right now, because it's just like me on video right now, yeah. so I'm trying to trying to make this all work is sometimes a little slower, but we'll get it. And we got Sharkcon videos are coming out the week of Halloween. I'm, I think I'm gonna go ahead and edit the. Um, I did an interview with one of the guys from American Horror Story. I think I'm gonna go ahead and put that one out first because of hotels out. I might mm-hmm. as well you know jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> Uh, how it stacks did uh, Goosebumps episode? I've got to load up Monday. Sweet for the because the movie opens yeah. Friday. So, 
Like based off the books or the TV show or oh you know Jack no. Black is playing R L. Oh Stein. yeah, yeah, I know that. No, I mean like oh, the, how it stacks. Oh, the house like they're doing the the books. The books. Uh, book, yeah, there's a books episode. Yeah, I knew a guy who uh, I'm not gonna say his name because what he did was illegal, but he through the course of his elementary career, look at there, Larry, we're calling <laughs> you out. Stole all the Goosebumps books that our school had one by one, and, because you know there were pictures that on the back of the spines. Yeah, and he put it together, and so he he amassed the library <laughs> of Goosebumps that way. So. I mean, I'm really envious. I would love to have it. So maybe one day he'll, he'll just give it to me. There's a... I, I'm a little older for Goosebumps. Goosebumps mm. wasn't my generation. But um, before that, we had... Um, I think it was called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yes. I love that. That book's actually in my car right now. Really? Yeah. I got a tri- the, There's three of them on Right. And it, I got a volume. Books Million had it on, in the discount. And um, I bought it because Keenan and I listened to it last Halloween and... Scared her to death. How much was it? It's like six bucks. They sell one if they have any more. I don't know. They had like four when I bought it. Which book's on you? The one out, Southridge. I'm definitely going to have to go check that out tomorrow. Uh, it's in their discount section, so. So when did you get it? Uh, a week and a half ago. No, they may not have any more. But I don't know, because they've been there for a while. I'll, I'll check it out. out. It's getting Halloween time, so they may get pale. But I'll definitely check it, because I like it. I, yeah. may, I may see the send the bar winch out for it. Yeah, like I said, it's the trilogy. It's the, the volume of it. So. Right, because uh, it... Scared me as a kid. The pictures in that book are, are like, horrifying. Are horrifying. Yeah. Are horrifying. Like, and I read it in elementary school. Yeah, that's like, me too. Yeah. Right, like, so that that's one of my favorite things. I think. Um, so, I'm I'm terrified now. I'm just in the world. And I, I can't remember any stories because it's been a while. Yeah, like there's one um the the toe where the kids out there getting getting the toe so from the garden. Getting the, the toe, from the, yeah, for the soup. Oh my god. Oh. Why you'd eat toast soup, but I guess if you were hungry enough. I mean, I guess you'll eat anything. I don't know. I think I, well, I don't know. I've never been that hungry. Hopefully, I never get that hungry to eat it. Eat a toe I find in the forest. <laughs> this doesn't strike me as something that would taste all that great. Yeah, you go working for IHOP again, right? Yeah, I'd go work for IHOP before that. <laughs> like, toe or IHOP? <laughs> it's gonna be a hard choice, but I'm glad I picked IHOP. Um, but so yeah, so scary. Scary stories, and then like I said, um, that looks pretty cool. I'm stoked for the Goosebumps movie. Are you? I really Taking Keegan? She won't watch it. She won't watch Ernest Scared, Ernest Scared Stupid. She's afraid of it? Yeah, like it scares her. Like it's scary music, eerie music scares her. She comes to her. Uh, I, I think if she would sit down and watch it, right. me and Carrie were talking about that last night. I think if she would sit down and watch it, she would like it because it's well, not. I hear it's scary, yeah. for, but it's not like super. It's like it's like appropriately scary. Yeah, they say it's a really good family Halloween. Right, and it got better reviews than I thought it was going to be. Because yeah. to me, it looks kind of silly. Yeah, but um, well, like Jack Black. I, you know, I, you know what? Um, uh, we have a copy of the Monster Squad. You might want to see. See, I've got it's on Netflix too. Is it on Netflix? Yeah, I was watching. It, I've watched it a couple times. Because right, we did Bros. Bros. Movies on that, and it's going to come out for the Halloween week, and. Uh, I showed Jeff that. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I, oh, I, I love it. I think it, it kind of reminds me, it has that Goonies feel. Yeah, it's got a very a very big Goonies vibe. But I think it. I like that better than Goonies. I, me too. Like, and I don't know if it's just where I have a huge like, sorry, crush sorry, on Halloween. Sorry, Goonies fan. I don't know. I, I just think it's a better story. I, I like it. I, I was mean, more interested in it. Yeah. Um, but, see, I, I thought about trying to get Keen to watch Monster Squad too, but she's, well, also on Netflix, the Goosebumps right. um, TV show is on there. Yeah. And she'll watch it, but when something, like, when that eerie music pipes up, yeah, closes her eyes or, or anything. Well, so, that's part of it. She's supposed to close her so, eyes. So, I mean, I don't know. She, but she, like I said, she's, she is every I mean, bit of She's not, like, screaming and peeing the bed or something tonight. You're all right. Well, when we watched uh, <laughs> the, when we, because the YouTube channel that we watched the, or listened to, the Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, 
it was just the pictures from the book and uh, then the audio. Somebody was reading it, and Keegan wouldn't leave my side the rest of the day. So <laughs> yeah, I know because it scared you. <laughs> so man, we, uh, oh man, see, I love horror. I love horror. I don't. I like. I like being scared in movies. Mm-hmm. I can't watch scary movies at night at my house. I believe it. I just can't do it. Unless I got somebody spending the night. Right. I, you know, it's, it's one of my, you know, I love a good horror film. I, I haven't seen a good one in a while. I think Sinister was the last one I was like, you know, there's some really good moments in this. My problem with Sinister is that it has like three endings. It should mm-hmm. pick one and go with it. <laughs> just go Because it's it. got like, it ends in this great way. Yeah. It should have just gone to black credits and then do a the a stinger at the end where you need to see like the villains coming back for something out of sequel, yeah. that kind of thing. But, um... It just kind of it's like Lord of the Rings. Sometimes it's drag. That's the one like Ethan Hawke with the he's the. It's uh, like a dream thing, right? No. What is that one? Uh, it's like a goat man. I don't know. I don't remember a goat man. It's in like the dark town. Like that sounds very racist. Like a like a, just a pitch black town. <laughs> it was like just walking through there. I, we might be talking about totally different movies. Yeah, Sinister's about uh, uh, Ethan Hawke plays a crime novelist who. Buys a house for his family, but he doesn't tell him that it was a murder house. And crazy that he keeps finding uh, film from the murders and stuff. Okay, no, that's not it. That's um, not what I'm thinking about. The movie has the... Ba- I, I, I bought it. I, mean, I bought it. I rented it and put it in the back. Because I do that a lot of movies when I'm working or doing something. I like having that. And if something catches my attention, I'll watch it. Yeah. Or I'll rewind it. And then I'm like looking and I'm typing and I look over and I see this family just hanging in trees. <laughs> And, and and then you're like under it sinister and I'm like I clearly have missed something and <laughs> That's I what happened and here. I rewind it and they they hang this spoiler alert um <laughs> um they hang up these victims but there's no one hanging them like they get pulled up and stuff you just see the rope just pulling people up it's creepy and I was like oh I'm, I had to put stuff down I was like okay I'm I in. am interested I mean I you've caught my attention sinister I'm gonna watch you and it's really like structurally it's great yeah. it's a really fun film it's got some cool jump scares and then my like I said my only problem is like oh just end just end <laughs> you've got it perfect you, just quit yeah you make me it's like did you ever see The, the Last Exorcism no Emily Rose no Last Exorcism oh, no, no right. because there's Last Exorcism and the Exorcism of Emily Rose so Last Exorcism is one of those horror films that does the uh, found footage stuff yeah and what this is I think I have seen this. Okay, stop me if you've seen this, and then I'll just continue explaining. Yeah, no. So, so don't stop me. Just, yeah, just keep in. going. All yeah. right. So it's about a preacher who's an exorcism exorcist because his dad was an exorcist, but he, he doesn't, doesn't believe. He yeah. doesn't really believe. And then so he's he's filming this to expose that this mm-hmm. is not real. This is, this is his grand exit from this, and he finds a family in Mississippi who has a possessed daughter, and they're dealing with it. Now, what's amazing about the, the film? Why? How I would have written it. Mm-hmm. Here's my armchair, quarter, oh, my armchair quarterbacking of this. <laughs> I would have written it this way. I would have, you know, throughout the whole film, there's all these things that horrible things that happen during life. She, I think she was sexually abused or assaulted, and there's all this stuff. That's there's a lot of undertones of that. Well, yeah. A lot of undertones in the that, and so she's obviously off kilter yeah. and and not quite right. That's where that movie should have been. And what it fails is that, you know, I watched the film up until the part where everything is solved in the family and the exorcism team are leaving the town. Mm-hmm. And that's where I shut it off because that's where I want that's that That's where movie. it should have ended. Yeah. That's where that movie should have ended. 
the first time I watched it, I watched it all the way through, and it was, to me, it looks like a studio note, where it's like, well, you've t- teased up this monster this whole time, where's the monster? <laughs> you gotta have a monster. And Show the, us the monster. Spoiler alert, there's a monster at the <laughs> end, and I'm like, that not ruins movie, this yeah. movie. That, that, it, this is a great movie. Up until a point. Up until a point. It's, it's, it's beautifully well done. And, and and then it's like, eh. And then there's a sequel, which I saw, which is it's a real movie, not a found footage film. But the found footage part happened in the movie. So it made a created, it, no, it created its own universe, yeah. which was kind of neat. Yeah. Not nearly as good. Yeah. But I like whether, it's the same thing that Blair Witch did. See, I've never seen Blair Witch. Okay, Blair Witch. The Blair Witch has, uh, you know, it's the first. Mm-hmm. Is, is the the probably not the first found footage, but it was the, the first the, huge hit. Yeah, it's the first one that started, you know, kicked off this genre, and it's and I saw it in theaters, and it's I love it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's scary, and I was scared. And you know, the the great thing about Blair Witch, seeing it in the theaters, it's so unnerving because the camera shakes and everything, and you feel for the and my heart was pounding, and I was you know because I'm. Trying to see whatever this witch thing yeah. is going to be, and I'm a <laughs> that whole thing. And <laughs> not point out your nose. Well, it wasn't that bad, but it was, you know, it was, and so, and I, I like the fact that half the country believed it was a real event. Yeah, and I, you know, it was really great. Book of Shadows, a sequel. Not so much. No, it's oh, it's it's. A, I like Book of Shadows. Uh. It's great. It's a. It's not the same movie, and so it's a. It's a. It's a kind of a different kind of feel for it, and. Um, so I'm 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 really you know, it's like it puts itself in its own kind of different universe, and and puts Blair Witch within it. So it's a regular filmed film, not found footage, and so it's really really cool. I'm trying to think of some like other, I don't know, other horror films that I've seen lately that I like or recently. I mean, I I think some of my favorites though like from 2022. Um, I stumbled on the year. <laughs> what year is this? Uh, 2012. I I really really liked Detention. It's, um, See, I don't think I saw that. No one did. It's a very, sm- <laughs> but it's great. It's it's like a slasher film meets a science fiction feel film meets The Breakfast Club. Okay, and it's amazing. It's one of my favorite all time movies. I, I think I'm gonna do it as a Bros. Booze movies night. I watched uh, Nightbreed. No, I've seen that. Yeah, the director's cut. Yeah, I've I watched seen that. The, I haven't seen the director's cut. It's on Netflix. Yeah, right? it is. That's where I watched it. Uh, it yes. was Nightbreed's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I liked it. A whole movie about. Uh, your different perception of what a monster is. Mm-hmm. It's very, very cool. Clive Barker does some really good stuff. I mean, I, I, I like the Hellraiser films. And, yeah. Um, I fell asleep. Like, as soon as the, I made it through the, to the way the credits come on right. on Nightbreed, and then I fell asleep, and I woke up um, halfway through one of the Hellraisers that's on Netflix. Right. And I was like, wait a minute. This wait. guy just got ripped open. I know this is not what I was watching. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So just auto-play? Yeah, now it plays, like, if you're watching a movie, it'll play the very, you know how it gives, like, three options? Right. It'll just roll. If you let it sit there long enough, I guess it'll just roll it's in like, the next movie. Oh, you're asleep, so you're going to watch Hellraiser. You're going to watch Hellraiser and hope to God you don't wake <laughs> up in the middle of some weird scene. I remember uh, I was sick in 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. With real, like the worst case of bronchitis I've had in years. And so I'm not a guy who goes to the doctor a lot. So I called myself to the doctor and uh, he gave me this Chinese antibiotic or Japanese antibiotic, something they made in a lab kind of thing. And to not, because it was like, you have yeah. a severe case of this. Because I thought I had pneumonia. I really yeah. thought, I was like, I think there's something wrong. You know, yeah. you know I'm. And he's like, no, no, it's just a severe case of bronchitis, and I've got something that I'm not gonna. Because I'm normally, I mean, I'm not, I'm not allergic to penicillin, so they usually just give me amoxicillin for that kind of stuff. 
and welcome to Pharmacy Hour at <laughs> Mopcast Network. Um, and so I am, I am in my mother's living room, and I am on her. She had, she had a like a lazy. She's a blue Lazy Boy recliner thing, and I have camped out there. Yeah. And I'm watching on AMC um, Ocean's Twelve. Because, oh, you know, it came on at like, you know, this was an hour so central time, so it came on at 7, and then it came again on at 9, and then at 11, they showed a whole, you know, showed a, a horror, because it was Saturday night. So I watched four hours of Ocean's 12, <laughs> half in, half out. Yeah, because I mean, Chinese then, medicine. Right, my, my Japanese medicine, I had to correct myself, it's Japanese medicine. Get it right, they're different people. <laughs> I want to be respectful. And so, um, but the next movie was... Constantine. Okay, good movie. And so, I guess the when I took the the Japanese antibiotic was about the same time that I guess we, it started kicking in good at Constantine. <laughs> and I had I thought I you know Constantine's got all these wonderful scenes of hell and yeah. fire and stuff, and I kept dreaming about fire and waking up and seeing fire and all this fire, fire everywhere. Oh, was a, it was like a rub. Oh, 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 okay. No, this is real. And I go back to sleep, and then oh, oh. I've died and I've gone to hell. Right, I would, I would, I would get in these situations where I would sleep, wake up, and then go right back to yeah. where I was. What you know is, or you know, probably not exactly the same thing I dreamed, but my brain was still processing all this fire in itself. They say like if if you put, grew up playing a lot of video games, right? That video game players um, can manipulate their dreams, so like they can control, like say, like your dream and like. Like you said, you you, right. you said you thought it was the same dream. Like they, there's something in our brains right. that lets us. So yeah, I, you know, that. I don't know where we don't know what dreams really are. And I kind of think they're, you know, so we put spiritual meaning in whatever, and and, and I kind of think it's more of a, a process of things that I've seen or thought of, and it's processing one memory to another. Cause yeah. We have two types of memory: short term and long term. And so it was like this is the process of taking that short term memory and things you need to remember, and you do that's the dream process when you're resting. That's a great time for your brain. It's like, oh, I don't have to keep you alive and running around. Like I, I can, I can keep you alive. Put you on my, autopilot. Right, put you on autopilot. You, you can breathe. <laughs> got, got you. And then, hey, you know, if you got to pee, I'll wake you up. But the rest of the time, I'm gonna try to process all this stuff. Keep your heart beating. Keep things going. But you know, I got to process this stuff. I have a lot of messed up dreams, especially when I take melatonin. But I think that's why you have messed up dreams is because it's all the stimuli you're trying to process. So. You know, things go in these weird directions. So I am freaking out that I'm on fire. I don't feel pain, but it's just everywhere. Fire's everywhere. Fire's everywhere. And so, I, you know, I get through the night. I'm, you know, I wake up the next morning. The first thing I did when I get, I'm, I am still sick. And I'm yeah. half in a daze. And I, I get to the, I, I, I move my ass to the computer. And I type in this drug. And I look at the side effects. Because I'm like, there's something up with there's this. something wrong with this Sure enough, in the side effects may cause uh, vivid dreams and hallucinations. Nice. I had both of them, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I would have known. I probably wouldn't watch Constantine. Watch Constantine with this." But um, so that's why you should read your paperwork, kids. But uh, yeah, so that that was my long-winded hallucination story with Japanese antibiotics. Oh, and my dream is like I always end up in prison in my dreams, like my nightmares. I guess it's just like. So yeah, I'm just in prison. You're like the guy from that Boondocks who doesn't want to go. <laughs> he won't get get raped in prison. So I'm hoping there's like no real significance tie-in from my dreams and what's supposed to happen to me in the future. If there is, apparently I've messed up somewhere terribly and I'm in prison an awful lot of time. I never had a prison dream. Oh, it's only when I take melatonin. Well, stop taking melatonin. I did. I did quit <laughs> taking melatonin. Like I don't. I'm not going to end up on NBC lockout. I was tired of waking up thinking I was in prison. So yeah. Um. 
Oh, we have Buddha. So, uh, we can keep talking about movies if you want to, or um, we can move on. But I did watch a movie. I went to a movie the other day. Ooh, what'd you say? <laughs> the Martian. Martian. How was it? It was everything I hoped it would be. Is that a good thing? Yes. <laughs> so I was I was super excited for it, and usually when I'm super excited, kind of lets me down. Well, like, uh, what was the, the, the movie? Child like, 44. Child 44. Yeah. You're really, I can't wait to see Child 44, and you're like... They screwed it up. They messed that movie up. Uh, but yeah, Martian, I, I started reading it when we flew to... Um, when we flew down to Disney, uh, Southwest doesn't have TVs, but they have things you can put on your phone so you can read books or watch right. movies on your phone or whatever. So I read, I started reading the book when we were flying to Disney over the summer, and uh, saw they were making a movie of it, and watched it, and it, it's kind of like Apollo 13 and Cast Away. Kind combined. of made, man. And it's, it's really good. I, I enjoyed it. I went and saw it at matinee by myself, and in the theater, it was me, an old, two old ladies by themselves, and then an old couple. Should have so, called. Like, I probably could have gone away. I'll keep that in mind next time I go at it for a 12 o'clock movie. Sweet. Especially like a Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, I mean, because it's like six bucks. Right. You can't, I mean. That's what I should tell the bar, because I'm hanging out with the barber during the day. I'm like, you know, we should just go see a movie, because she, she doesn't have to be back. Yeah. Or to, the Martian, I mean, Martian's really, really good. It's, um, and I lucked out. I, I pulled in at 1222. The movie's supposed to start at 1215. I was like, okay, well, it's probably previews. Right. Uh, and the guy was like, "There's you're in luck. The projection was messed up, so I had to restart it." He's like, "They haven't even restart. They haven't even started previews yet." No, that's so cool. enough time to get me some popcorn no, and that's some good. jerk beverage and uh, get um, back and watch a movie. Speaking of movies, um, so last week we were speculating when Star Wars trailer was coming out, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I've, Entertainment Weekly's got some better news, and I guess they have better sources. But so I was hoping that the trailer would have leaked t- tonight, but it didn't. That would be October fifteenth. Because uh, I was thinking that the 16th was 60 days into it before the yeah, before the movie starts. Apparently, my math is wrong, but that doesn't surprise me because my math is always wrong. <laughs> I made a C in math. Um, but it looks like um, Monday is going to be the day it launches. So uh, it's supposed to release. The rumor is it's supposed to release on the internet on Monday. Monday's the day they're doing pre-sale tickets, so that's where I'm getting my ticket. I'm getting my ticket Monday. Um, because I'm that kind of guy. Are you watching it in West Virginia? Or yeah, I'm watching West Virginia. I'm, I'm, I'm staying in West Virginia up until to the, and then I'll probably leave the next day and the day after, probably the 19th or the 20th. Because uh, I really want to, you know, I love my friends back in West Virginia. We can definitely see it when I'm back home. I, mean, um, I love my friends back in Alabama. I love my friends in West Virginia. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I, I love, love my friends. I love my friends, but my, you know, I, 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 my, the heart of this network is here in West Virginia. And I really want this to kind of be a network event for us to, you know, we don't have to broadcast, we don't have to do anything. It'd be cool if we could do, do a podcast or something from there. Maybe it's something I can get a lane to set up. Ellie the intern. I like how ideas happen. But um, we, you know, we want, uh, I just want us together as kind of this family of, to go see this movie together. That's what families do, they go to the movies. And I kind of, that's what I really, really want. What I really, really want. <laughs> But um, miss the Spice Girls. Yeah, I do miss the Spice Girl. Um, but so the trailer looks like it's going to hit Monday. Um, I'm we're going to do some stuff for. I'm going to try to do a podcast Monday evening. And so that'll be sixty days Monday, right? Sixty days Monday. And so if it hits Monday, that's that's pretty much going to be my day. Um, How many times do you think you'll watch it on Monday? A few. Uh, I watched the. I mean, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not crazy about it. But I'm not like, <laughs> like well, whatever, Star Wars. What does that know? I'm like, nine oh nine. Time to watch it again. You know, I'm a huge fan, but I'm not like, I'm not like, I have to see this every. Yeah. Um, the teaser I watched probably more than I, the first teaser I watched probably more than I watched the, the first trailer, uh, or the second teaser, which because they both didn't have that much footage in it. But um, because I think it was for me, it was very new Star Wars footage. Mm-hmm. 
was really excited to see new Star Wars footage. And so uh, now I'm hoping there's some story elements in this trailer because I kind of want to see what this story's about. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, you know, there's been a lot of speculation. And I'd like to see you know something a little a little bit more firm. And so that's kind of where I'm what I'm going with it. A little bit more meat. Well, a little bit, yeah. And, and, and so the trailer's supposed to hit Monday, and it may not. Who knows? This could, like I said, this is all speculation. But apparently, um, it's going to hit Monday online, and and that would be the nineteenth. And uh, it's going to be attached to the new James Bond movie, Spectre, mm-hmm. November 6th. So you can see it on the big screen the first time on the 6th. Cool. So that's awesome. Uh, and I'm going to see Spectre anyway because I love James Bond. I love Daniel Craig's James Bond. The Barwitch hates it. Barwitch thinks Jan- uh, Daniel Craig looks like uh, um, the, the bar- cat's behind. Like he, she's, like he's got cat butt face. And I'm like, wow, that's very specific. <laughs> She's she's a Sean Connery fan. She's an old school fan. Classic so, James. Classic James Brown. I'm a Dan, I'm a Daniel Craig fan. I like, I like I like I love Casino Royale and I like Skyfall. Uh, I don't I'm not crazy about Quantum Solace, but see, I'm a big Pierce Brosnan fan. Oh yeah, I got uh, you. Yeah. I, can, I can feel you. See, realistically, my James Bond is Roger Moore, and the reason why Roger Moore is my James Bond is because when I was little and I didn't have cable, we didn't have cable. Um, the ABC Sunday movie of the week was usually a James, James Bond, Bond film, so you know. That's what you grew up with? Yeah, I grew up with Live and Let Die, and Thunderball, and um, A View to a Kill, and Moonraker, and um, you know, I you know, they're all just fun. So I don't think I've ever seen the Timothy Dalton. I don't think I've seen Living Daylights or License to Kill. I don't. I may have, but I can't remember if I've seen them. But um, I did see uh, Live and Let Die, which is basically James Bond versus Voodoo. <laughs> Which is a crazy concept. So, like, was he taking, like, a voodoo priestess? Or, like... Yeah, it's like a voodoo priest and a voodoo cult is kind of taking it on. Cool. So, that's, that's an interesting movie. <laughs> it's one of my favorites because it's so bizarre. Plus, the Paul McCarty song's in it. Living it die. I'm kind of stoked for um, the new Netflix series, Beasts of No Nation. What's that about? Um, it's about African children, child soldiers. Okay. It's got Idris Elba, I think, isn't it? Oh, all right. Awesome. And it comes out, unfortunately, it comes out tomorrow. Be driving to Shepherd or riding to Shepherd, so you, know. you don't have it on your phone. No, plus I'd kill my battery super fast. Yeah, I'm probably be in the car for like six hours because we both have crappy Windows phones. Yeah, and, they, and I say that out loud. I okay, so it's, I, I got a Windows phone because I'd had an Android and I had an iPhone and I needed a new phone. I was like, well, I haven't tried Windows, and no, I'm not the guy who goes out and, and does all the consumer reports yeah. and looking at things. I'm like. You know, I can afford this phone right now because it was nine dollars, and I'm poor. Why? Yeah. Because I pay for a network. <laughs> and um, now you see why it was nine dollars. Yeah, I see why it was nine dollars. Man, I am. It's rough. It's it's buyer's remorse, man. Yeah, buyer's I remorse. hate it. And so I'm now in a dilemma. Do I tough this out and save for an iPhone? Because I really that's what I want really, to get back to. Is an iPhone. Really, I want to get back to an iPhone. I like Android. I do. I'm not, but I have preferred my iPhone, and I miss my iPhone. But I had an iPhone three, and I wanted an upgrade. But you know, I don't want to get a contract because I'm poor. And so I was trying to do a Go phone thing, and that's why I got the Windows. You're here my whole life. Um, Are you AT and T Go? No, AT and T Go. You can just buy an iPhone and then put it in there. Yeah, I know. Can you do any iPhone and do it? I think so. See, I got see. That's what I don't know how to get a specific one. No, I think you can do any phone. Just so, plug your SIM in it. I, right, and if I'm if that's the case, I may may do that because I'm probably getting a, a, a used one pretty cheap, cheaper, like a four or four S or something. Yeah. I'd like to have Siri. 
I hate Cortana. Yeah, yeah Cortana Cort- doesn't work. Those commercials lie to me. Yeah, Cortana does not work at all. Like, the, the way they portray Siri to come off as, yeah, not knowing how to do it, that's Cortana. Cortana, yeah. I'll say something to her, and she just won't even acknowledge that I've said anything, or completely, totally different than what it is. Let's see. Let's see if you can pull mine up. Like, it's a joke. Like, I hope I break my phone. Like, that's, I mean, it would suck because I'd be without a phone for a little bit, right. but it really, I hate it. Because we have the same phone. Right. And again, just Cortana is garbage. I pull up Cortana. I think I took it off. Took her. No, no, she, she, she's, she's at the bottom. That's where she's on my phone. Uh, ask what, what? Okay, what are we gonna ask Cortana? What do you want to ask her? I just ask for directions, and she usually never gets them to me. Turn to the media, so we can. We're turning up the media on Cortana. So Windows, you need to work on your phone because it's a piece of junk right now. Um. Let's see. Ask me anything. So I'm going to ask. I want to ask you, where is the nearest Popeye's fried chicken? Here are 10 locations for Popeye's. Okay, so the, so it works for that one. <laughs> so the closest one to me is in Whiteville, Whiteville Virginia. Virginia. Whiteville, yep. 104 miles to chicken. It's a temptress. That is so Virginia is. At a TA truck stop, I've eaten there many times. 104 miles, that's, that's an hour and a half. Yeah. That's almost worth it. It is. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would go for it. We've, we've talked about driving down there and podcasting this half chicken and podcast. See that how was... close the nearest Hungry Howie's is. How, where is the closest Hungry Howie's? Here are 10 locations for Hungry Howie's. Uh, Dayton, 153 miles. Dang. That's like a three-hour trip. <laughs> Not interesting. But, of course, the one time Cortana actually works, it's, <laughs> it's when we're trying to talk sh- talk garbage about her. Where is SETI Alpha 5? She won't even tell me. She's like... Here's look, the internet. Look, look, you Star Trek nerd. <laughs> look it up yourself. <laughs> like, that's my thing. Like, you know, it says, you know, in the commercial, it's like, oh, you know, Cortana will tell you, you know, hey, make dinner reservations or, or do this. Hey, Cortana, make dinner reservations. Here are 10 restaurants near you. Nice. That's good. Our Place Diner. I, it's in Dunbar. I don't even know where that's at. Where is it? What else is listed on there? Walk para Amadi. What is that? I don't. China Star. Los Agaves. Gino's. La Roca. Los Agaves I love because it's, you know, Mexichonis. Captain D's. I had Captain D's for dinner. What do you get at Captain D's? You don't like fish? Chicken. Oh, okay. How's oh, the chicken? I've never had I chicken. It's good chicken. Is good it really chicken. good chicken? Yeah. I dip in cocktail sauce. I don't like cocktail sauce. Oh, well. They have, bar- they have honey mustard and they also have dipping sauce, but. What is dipping sauce? Uh, I think it's kind of like, you know, how. <laughs> Mystery sauce. Burger King has like their onion ring sauce. You yeah. can dip. It's kind of like that. Oh, I like that stuff. Yeah, I like that I, stuff. I, Again, I just go cocktail. Uh, the bar which I had Burger King and she had um, the Halloween burger. I just couldn't make myself do it. It Again, you don't really taste. She said she, you, she smelled more the yeah. A1 than you do taste it. You so. don't taste the A1 at all. You smell it, but it's a... Uh... What is KFC's 11 secret... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> cut you off. Here's a map of eleven secret. Co- Try that again. Eleven secret coves. Yeah. 
I want to find the 11 secret coves. There's a treasure buried in each one. She's looking... Where's that even at? I want 11 secret coves. It's a villa somewhere. Well, it's not very secret if we can find it. <laughs> it's in Newport Coast, California. That's where the secret coves are. All right, one more time. <laughs> Just make you type it to her. No, no. Ba Take my voice. All right, uh, what are KFC's 11 herbs and spices? Take my voice. <laughs> Take my boys out. What are the Chica Seeds 11 herbs and spices? <laughs> F you, Cortana. F you. Take my boys out. Take my boys out. I'm known by the Chica Seeds. Chica Seeds. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, she's just, it's just fun with Cortana. <laughs> we'll just edit out those first parts and no, just leave the, no, leave the Chica Seeds. It's a, <laughs> Slander. Play me Pearl Jam. Nope, it'll find me, Pearl Jam. <laughs> I said play! Oh, well. Um, speaking of the bar winch, so yesterday, I am uh, finishing my gig at uh, Public Broadcasting, and I'm driving to my gig here at campus, and um, the bar winch calls me. And I'm like, hello? And she's like, um, what is the name of your tribe again? And I say, uh, Porch Creek Indian? And she says, that's what I thought. I'm like, okay. No, there's there's three busloads of Cre Porch Creek Indians at the hotel in front of my church right now. Nice. So I'm like, huh? That's a long way from Alabama. It's 11 yeah. hours. Yeah. You know, the way I drive. And, and um, a bus would probably be even longer. Right, the bus ride is even longer to, to get to it. And I'm like, why would, you know, Creek Indians come to West by God, yeah. uh, Virginia. <laughs> when they come to Western Virginia, Western, and um, so I call I call my dad and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, um, what's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, um, there's a senior group going to Pennsylvania to Hershey." Sweet. And so, and I forgot that they I knew they were going, yeah. but I didn't think they would come to you know yeah. South Charleston. And and so they they came to they were in West Virginia all day yesterday, uh -huh. and so they were having dinner that night at the hotels where they were staying. So the Holiday Inn they were staying, the Express they had was this big banquet hall, and that's where they were having food. And so I you know I just walk into the banquet hall, and I was like, "Where are the Creek Indians?" They're like that way, <laughs> and and uh, so uh, there's a whole and it's like 150 of my people. Yeah. Did you? I mean, did you know know any of them? Yeah, I, well, like, I, I no, but sort of. Yeah. I was related to a lot of them. So yeah, they're all you know first, second, third cousin kind of things. Yeah, and so you know, um, and um, trying to get more. Of it. So I, I walk in. I'm kind of nervous about it. Yeah. One thing you'll know. I love to talk. You've listened to the podcast, but I, I hate asking. I hate wanting to bother anybody about mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. So I'm like the worst guy to book guests. Like, why <laughs> I don't I, mean to bug you. Yeah, it's like, I know you're really busy and you don't ever want to be on my show. I, I'm just, <laughs> I am unworthy of stuff. And so, and that's my baggage. I'm just, you know, I yeah, just, that's I exactly wanna, how I am when I'm trying to get guys to come on our sports yeah, show. I was like, I just, and that's, well, if you got people, we have Ellie, the intern, she's good at this. We'll send her a list of people. Big. I want, Anyone on this list? Can, can you help us? And I love you, Ellie, the intern. You're amazing for us. <laughs> but um, we, um, so I, I'm, I'm like, 
So I see a guy with the, who there were there's two Porch Creek buses on a Trailways buses. They were they had rented, and so I saw the Trailways guys. I was like, hey, I'm who's who's in charge? I'm kind of whispering to who who's in charge? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to be a bother. And so uh, he points her out to me, and so I go, and sure enough, she's like, oh hi. I'm like, hi yeah, because she thought I worked there at first. Yeah. I was dressed up because I was I was a public broadcasting, and um, she was like, um, oh um. I said, hi, my name's Scotty, and I'm, I'm a first-generation Creek Indian, and Odell McGee's my, my father. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, and, and <laughs> sat me down and offered me dinner and hung out. And cool. And great. And, you know, and, and just, I met, you know, was, you know, second and third cousins and the people I just did. But it was really neat. I, I was laughing. I was like, you know, it's, it's really great that I'm, you know, for a first time in a long time, I don't feel outnumbered. <laughs> so I'm with my people, and it was very, very cool. They were very, very nice, and um, talked about a lot of things, and caught up about you know, you know what's going on in the tribe and what's going on back home in Alabama. And it was really kind of it was like it was like it was like recharging the batteries. Yeah, it really awesome. was like recharging the batteries. And um, um, so I spent, I spent about thirty minutes with them because uh, I didn't well, once again I didn't want to be a bother. Yeah. But you don't want to be like, come on, get the heck out of here, right? Because I mean, they're you know it's late; they've been out all day, and it was funny because they were at the Capitol Market, uh, which is in Charleston. It's, yeah. a, it's a big outdoor kind of marketplace, and which is literally right behind public broadcasting. At? And but public broadcasting is one of those buildings that have very few windows. I never saw, I never saw them. Yeah. And so, because uh, if I'd have known they would have been, I'd have took the day off and hang, hung out with them. Yeah. And they're going to New York next year. If they pass back through here, through here, I'm gonna. Arrange some stuff. Have them pick you up. Yeah. Well, just I'm gonna have them come to the school and do some some stuff here. That'd and, be cool. Yeah, because they, they they did the Booker T. Washington stuff, and that's cool. And I was like, well, Booker T. helped found our school, so it's kind of cool to see. But as I was leaving, um, because I was only set at the one table, mm-hmm. and uh, so the Carol, the head of the the, the group that was there, was like, hey, well, let's let's announce that you're here. I'm like, oh no, I don't, <laughs> once again, I don't want to be a bother. Mm-hmm. And um. She goes, no, no, be proud of who you are. And that stuck with me. I yeah. should be proud of who I am. So she's like, hi, this is Scotty White. He's Odell McGee's son. And everyone went, oh, everyone, like, it's like a family <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. And, uh, you know, he's a student up here at West Virginia. And he's he's a first-generation member of the tribe. And so awesome. it was really, it was really, really cool. I, you know, being t- intimidated by it at first was a little different, but yeah. you know it's really cool to to, to reconnect. So uh, I, I had a blast. So you know I, I doubt they listen, but shout out to the Porch Creek Band Tribe of Indians in from Atmore, uh, Porch, Alabama, and uh, I hope they have a continue having a safe trip. They're probably already in Pennsylvania by now. Yeah, but and so they're supposed to spend a few days there, and then they're on the way back. I don't know if they're stopping by here on the way back or they're taking another park, but. Um, I should have asked. <laughs> Could have hung out. Is there a different way? Like, I mean, oh, I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm trying to think. Like, Google, go to... <laughs> Google. Cortana. How do... <laughs> how do I get back to Alabama? <laughs> See, I've been to Alabama once in my life. But you haven't been to my part, right? Um, not unless you live near Huntsville. No, south. How do you get to Alabama? <laughs> south. That's all it says. South. <laughs> you just head south. You'll be all right. <laughs> How do you get to Alabama? Okay, getting you directions to Alabama. <laughs> it's funny. I hate the Here app. You do? I use it all the time when I'm driving. I miss Google Maps. Yeah. So you get there at what? 
Okay, from... And I guess it's considering uh, Huntsville. Oh, no. Uh, what part of Alabama do they consider Alabama? Uh, <laughs> Montgomery? No, just north of Montgomery. So Alabama is just like above Montgomery. and uh, Yeah, it's just Alabama. So they literally found the name of the state and put a tag in it. So that's halfway down the state. So it's nine and a half hours to get there from, from here. I'm another three hours from that. So I'm like... <laughs> It's an yeah, 11-12 hour, hour drive by Cortana's standards. Uh, 600 miles. It's, it's about 900 miles from our map. But, so it's a long journey those yeah. guys are on. So. Well, that's cool. Hopefully they have a good time. Are they oh, just going up like to the park? Or well, like they're just, just traveling. So they, they had stopped. They and they left Monday and they've been different places. They've been in Tennessee for a little while. Now they're just that's taking, cool. taking yeah. a cruise. So cool. I think it's very, very cool. Very, very cool. I'm I'm pleased. So it's just a weird kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just a weird happenstance and coincidence. Not really, not really pop culture, but I don't care. It's my show. And I get to talk about whatever I want to. You don't have to listen. <laughs> but, you know, so that was my weird family thing. And called my mom, but my mom's sick with bronchitis. Speaking of bronchitis from earlier. You can give her some of that Japanese medicine. Yeah, she, she, she was, went to urgent care and got a shot. But, um, I mean, she sounded like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm talking to an orc. <laughs> Where's my mother? <laughs> Where did you put my mother? I want to speak to her. Get out of here. <laughs> or like, and the extra says, Your mother's inside. <laughs> like, oh, that's creepy. <laughs> Those kind of movies scare me more than anything else. Like, the whole possession. Mm-hmm. Like, scare me way more you than, need like... To go, well, the, what you need to do is you need a... Uh, uh, my, I'm working on a possession film, an exorcism film. Uh, we're shooting in November. You should totally come help out on it. I'll get over your fear. Well, see, like, my grandpa's a deacon. So, like, for the longest time, the Catholic Church kind of taught exorcisms like how to perform them and then they shot away from it and then they went back to it again so, really yeah i don't think pope francis would be down with the exorcism he just seems like yeah it is not. once again i think all popes are italian and <laughs> <laughs> hey, i'm on a pizza so like that i i think exorcism i don't know what it is like i guess the fact that that could i guess really happen more likely than maybe you know some evil clown coming to kill me See, and I think the Aerial Clown would be more realistic because a guy can dress up in a clown costume and kill you. Yeah, but I'd like to think I'm not going to be taken out by a random act of violence. I'd like to think I'm not living that lifestyle anymore where I just get butchered. There was a... Um, are you sure you remember Darkman? Darkman. No. Um, I know Slenderman. Okay, so Darkman is a, a movie by Sam Raimi and it stars Liam Neeson. It's It's... His, somebody gets he gets killed right. Well, no, he or gets somebody gets killed and they come back. No, he's um he's burnt. Okay, to like a crisp and comes back as a superhero. Um, Darkman is something I really need to do on the podcast too. But there's three Darkman movies, mm. and the second or third one, I think it's the third one. Die Darkman, die. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's the third one called Really Darkman, just die. I don't think it's no no. Uh, two is called The Return of Durant. So the bad guy, the you know, spoiler, the bad guy, <laughs> the first one dies. But he comes back because uh-huh. he's all burned up too, and so they, he he becomes like a dark man. Because I mean, I don't I didn't expect to go into dark man for one bit. I'm trying to get to one bit, but I, let me explain dark man. All right, explain so, dark man for you. All right, so dark man. Um, uh, Liam Neeson plays this uh, scientist. He's a uh, and he's trying to uh, he's learning he's studying um, skin like 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 skin cells and how to make fake skin cells to uh, for burn victims. Mm-hmm. Convenient, right? His, his, a little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing. His girlfriend um, is involved in some, uh, she's a lawyer or an accountant or something, and she's involved in some kind of mob stuff. Yeah. And they're looking for this memorandum in his house, and the mob is. 
yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the mob beats him up, tortures him, and then um, blows him up. Yeah. And he's blown up in his, and he's blown up like he's blown out of his house into the <laughs> air and into like the river. Yeah. And, he, and so whoever finds him and takes him to the hospital. And, and he's in the hospital. They don't. He's a John Doe because you know obviously his everything's burnt up. up yeah. right? And he's I mean he's literally burnt to a crazy. He's like beyond third degree burnt kind of thing. And um, he's they give him some new surgery on him to to um, weaken his nerves mm-hmm. so he doesn't feel pain. But he has emotional outbursts and super strength. <laughs> I understand that's a good thing, but then mm-hmm. again, it's like oh well the. You know, it, it's you know, unstable emotions and super strength is probably not the best combo. But he freaks out, breaks out, and, and goes back to his lab, and he uh, starts developing his skin. And he finds out that the skin, what it does is that it, it's it's stable only at night or only in darkness. Uh-huh. And sunlight, it, it breaks in ninety nine minutes, and so it becomes a revenge in thing. Ninety nine minutes, yeah, ninety nine minutes, it starts crumbling. <laughs> and so, um, what he does is. He gets revenge by looking. He, he goes and finds all the mob guys who, tried, who killed him, basically quote unquote killed him, and um, imitates them by making. You know, he takes pictures and scans them in his broken equipment and makes makes ma- like a mask. And he listens to them and he somehow also developed mimicry powers. <laughs> it's a Sam Raimi film. It's in, like yeah. I said, it's an early Liam Neeson. I think it's the first thing I ever saw Liam Neeson. Yeah. like like and recognized him as Liam Neeson. Like this guy is Liam Neeson. And for a while, because after I seen Liam Neeson in movies, I'm like, Darkman's in this. All right, all right. <laughs> and I love Darkman. It's got a Danny Elfman soundtrack. It's a ridiculous superhero movie, but Sam Raimi, you know, did Evil Dead and, and those kind of Spider-Man films and stuff. That's his first superhero movie. Anyway, in the second one or the third one, I can't remember, uh, he's replaced by, Liam Neeson's replaced by the guy who plays the mummy in the mummy movies. Um, and I can, he's got a weird name. I cannot think of it. He's also uh, Zartan. And, yeah. See, weird stuff that I know. I can't do math. Or well, there's a reason why. Right. Or, or cook or anything. <laughs> Help me. Um, Brain just throwing out stuff. Listen, we need to keep this. No, get rid of that. We don't and, need that. And so I don't even know why I got to here now, but I'm so lost. But uh, Darkman's talking to his new girlfriend or whatever, some girl he's interested in that her brother. So they kill his wife? Or I don't know. The no, they make it, but she's not. It's Frances McNorman. Uh-huh. She, the, she plays the girlfriend in the first one. Well, she went off and did Fargo and made an, won an Oscar. Yeah. Stuff. She's like, I don't have to be I'm in this. Coming back I'm, not, man too. I'm definitely not going to be in this directed video <laughs> sequel. <laughs> Liam Neeson, same way. He's like, I don't I'm have busy. to. But get, get, you know, the mummy guy. He'll totally be in there. <laughs> get the Ron Perlmans of the world. <laughs> right. And that's why we have the Ron Perlmans of the world. And so, um, I'm trying to. Okay. So the bit I was really trying to get to. Her brother is killed or something, and so you know the Darkman guy, you know, in his normal disguise, was like, "Hey, um, your brother was killed by this one dude." And she goes, "No, it wasn't. The police said it was a random act of violence." I just told you what, happened. Kid, yeah. what happened. It's now no longer a random, random act of violence. We figured it out. I, and I was like, I want to hit that writer. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted like because he wrote that and high five himself. I know. And the reactor vibe. Yes, I'm getting paid. <laughs> um if there's a third movie, I'm gonna be in it. I'm yes, be the writer for it. He's gonna be in it. So that was and that was Die Dark Man Die. So um so now so now you know the history of Dark Man. <laughs> I feel better for that. I feel like that has enriched gonna, my life. The first one's a fun movie. It's a um it's a I I have a kick out of it. The bad guy Durant is played by the dude who, uh, Larry Drake, 
and he played on L.A. Law in the 80s, which was a lawyer show. But he played their mentally challenged male boy. <laughs> and so, 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 you know, he was like... I like how that role couldn't happen now. <laughs> like, right, right, you right, right. You couldn't cast him. Right, right, like, right. And, and be so, a slow male man. Right, right. He's a slow man. He's, a, he's obviously mentally... Yeah, uh, mentally, uh, ch- mentally challenged. Uh, some sort of some, something wrong with him. And and so he... Uh, he's the villain. I'm like, the whole time, I'm like... So he like grew up from that to be a villain. Right, and, I, villain. and I'm watching this movie. No, because he's like an older gentleman. So he's like an older... <laughs> Millie challenged man <laughs> pushing a card for mail on LA Law, and then he becomes the villain of Darkman. And so, and all right, so here's my issue with this, right? I can believe that Liam Neeson could get blown up and have magic and survive, skin, yeah. can survive it, and find his magic skin that he can use on his burnt out com- computer stuff to um to make masks. Yeah. But I have a hard time believing that the, the, the mentally challenged guy from LA Law is a mob boss. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. They're like short on mob bosses. They're like, huh, who do we got? Oh, we that got... guy was also Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles? You've never seen Dr. Giggles? No, I've never Hard seen Dr. Giggles. from 92, and it's, uh, Dr. Giggles is a, uh, he's a surgeon horror killer. Yeah, Dr. Giggles. When we're done with this podcast, I got, I'll show you the trailer for Dark Man and, and Dr. Giggles. Let's see if I can find a click with the... The guy from LA on it. So I'll start with that. I like, but I mean, the 80s must have just been a wild time. Oh my god, it's crazy. They would put anything up to him. They're like, huh, what are we gonna have here? Like, the early 80s was like, was like, we'll put one guy and one guy together and they'll fight crime. Like, Hardcastle McCormick, Simon and Simon. Those (laughs) shows are like, these guys are detectives and they do stuff. And then, like, toward the end of the 80s, the excess era came in. Well, Miami Vice, you could, two guys who, who, I mean, like, if you thought about in the mid 80s, Miami Vice, you know, Could, yeah, Crockett and Tubbs, man. They are. I never saw the movie remake. Um, with, Miami Vice, yeah. What was it? I think Jamie Colin, Fox, Jamie Fox, and Colin Farrell. I think so. Yeah. So, um, but I never. It was directed by Michael Mann, who who directed um, Miami Vice, who created Miami Vice. But um, see, random knowledge, I know. <laughs> really, if they had a pop culture jeopardy, I would rule. Um, and then the last half of the eighties was like a lot of. Um, you know the the lawyer shows kind of happened, and that's where we got homicide life in the streets, and that's when we did that break broke into like uh, law and order, law and order, and all that stuff. So it went from like excess excess to justice, <laughs> and, and then yeah, in the early nineties we had like NYPD Blue, and it was just you know a you lot know. of cop dramas in the last God, twenty years. Oh God, there's a lot of cop dramas. There's a whole era of cop dramas. I mean, and the first the first real one was I guess in the eighties was uh, Hill Street Blues, which has one of the best soundtracks. The, the opening theme to Hill Street Blues, it's just you're like this isn't really a cop show. It's very like it's jazzy and it's like hmm. <laughs> what's is there a cop show called Nash Bridges? Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, what is that? It was uh, a good friend of mine was Don, Don Johnson. Yeah, and um, almost a Don Knotts. Just <laughs> Don Johnson and. Um, Cheese Martin. Yeah. yeah from Cheese and I have a, My buddy is like obsessed with that. Oh, there was a, that came on CBS and there was a Due North, which was about Mounties, and it was also on CBS. <laughs> it was a Canadian cop drama kind of thing. What's or, the world, dude? It's Canadian cop drama. I think, it, I think it was a Mountie that come down to New York or somewhere down here at Fault Crime in New York. I, I'll know. show you how we handle things uh, up in Edmonton. Uh, but I never saw it, so I'm not sure exactly how that worked. How it worked. So if there's a big fan out there, please help us <laughs> out because I would like. Please educate us on or, or, due north. Or let's do the due north. Uh, or due south. Let's do south. I think. I think it's due south. I think he came to us. So that would be south for Canada. Canada, Canada. To America's hat, Canada. <laughs> to give Canadian justice. Uh, there was a. 
there's all kinds of stuff. And I'm going to, uh, we started doing articles on the Mopcast, so definitely check out uh, Mopcast.com to, for, for our articles. We did, uh, a friend of mine, uh, 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 Jonathan Brown did a great one. He's doing, he's going to start doing action figure reviews with us. And he did uh, one on Kimbo Slice, who I didn't know had him action figure and it's really cool and really funny it's the pictures he did were great well i've just decided i'm gonna do some too i'm gonna do some like i kind of want to do a tv show perspective perspective you know sci-fi tv stuff that you know like um the highwayman which was about futuristic truck drivers and a post-apocalyptic future that ran on nbc i always think truck drivers would be an ideal job for a serial killer yeah yeah good place to place yeah, just chop them up, throw them out one state at a time. Right. Yep. So that's probably why you're going to prison. That may, maybe that is why. You just, you I know. should never get my CDLs. Right. So, you know, when you carry Leisure, takes a kick in, you're just like, that's it. I'm that's just it. Gonna... I'm a truck driver serial killer. Yeah, I can't. Who I, murders people with an ice cube, I can't, an ice sickle. I can't get a, uh, so so it doesn't leave them traced. Yep, they're, like, they're like, how did he die? We no don't one know. knows. He's got a hole there. I don't know if that works that way. But I don't know. I had a teacher in high school that told us that's the perfect way to get away with murder. Did you see um, Most Wanted with um, uh, Keenan Ivory Waynes? When Keenan Ivory Waynes wanted to be uh, um, an action hero? No, I don't think I saw that. So it's about uh, assassins, like huh? you know, government assassins. And they shoot the president the vice president, but they shoot him with a ice bullet. Which I'm like... How is that a thing? I would think it would like melt the best, up. Like the, the best part of the movie is the ice bullet. Like the rest of the, like from the ice bullet down, it's like yeah. it goes down there. Because you're like, well, that's a cool concept. And then you, if you I'm like Dark Man when I'm trying to figure out like why the why the, <laughs> why the, slow, challenges mailman. the slow mailman suddenly a mob boss. This <laughs> I'm like, I, I will once again I will buy it buy an ice bullet. Yeah. I just don't know why, you know, he's like, he I don't was know how so it shoots, like and, I, and it's and it's not that the LA law guy was like, you know, you know, because it was Mentally challenged. He was just so sweet. He was, yeah. you, you know, couldn't see him as a bomb. Right, right. I just can't. Like, I guess you could shoot. I could see ice him like up. hugging people. Yeah. <laughs> so like strangling the death. Maybe that's how he kills him. He hugs him <laughs> to death. Maybe you could shoot an ice bullet with like a CO two driven gun, like the how they put cows out of their misery, like with the little nail thing. Yeah, like in um the No Country for Old Men. So maybe they do it with that. Maybe right. That, did they explain how they shot the ice bullet, or was it just more about who shot the ice bullet? No, no. They they, they shot it through like an M sixteen. Oh, okay. Or a rifle, not an M sixteen, but it had to be. I don't. Me, Scotty, no, no gu- guns. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about guns. Lifesavers. I got. <laughs> I know what model lifesaver. Life lifesaver. Lifesaver. Life, life it was, was cherry. It was a cherry lifesaver. That's what did him in. Um. Well, this has been a good. That's been a fun show. Yeah. Um. Anything else you want to cover? We're like. An hour and fifteen into this one. There's nothing talk about Martian. There, yeah, there's not a lot of media in this one. So like last one was full of like we had like uh, songs and all kinds of stuff. This one not so much. Um we will end with uh, a song from the Japanese band that um we saw Kaza Marcaza. I haven't got to figure Allie knows it. I just I gotta I'm sorry if I mispronounce it. Uh I'm very, very sorry. But their music's amazing, and I really, really dug it. So I want to play it. And they gave us permission to play it anytime we can use their music anytime they want to. Sweet, they very, very sweet to us. And That's so, awesome. So uh, throughout the, this oncoming year, we'll be playing some their different songs and um, definitely promoting them. They do a lot of conventions. They do like local shows in LA, but they do a lot of conventions like anime and stuff. That's because they're like you know the way she put it is like, well, we're Japanese and they're like Japanese stuff. It just seems like it yeah. should fit, and it does. And um, and they're a really, really good band. I mean, you know. Um, kind of rock, you know, they're rocky, but not too heavy, and you know, just real fun, real, real fun, really got a kick out of them. So to sum it up, um, Subasa Khan, great. 
Um, horror films, awesome. I saw my tribe. Um, cheerleading. Yeah. <laughs> um, may not have a baby. <laughs> may might. Who knows? It's a 50-50 odds. Uh, in my case, it's more like, you know, 10 to 90. Well, see, the way I look at it. I have to meet women. The way I look at it is if it happens or if it doesn't happen. Right. 50-50. Right. right. I just, I, my I, life like the, like the uh, two-face. Right. <laughs> Flip a coin. Look at you with a Batman reference. Man. Almost called him the Riddler, but yeah, I got it. I knew who I was talking about. See, I'm rubbing was... off on you. The more, the, the, the more we hang out, the more you're like, you're bringing in stuff. Like my brain was up there scrambling. It was like, come on, you know his name. You you know what he does. Just do it. <laughs> Don't call him the Riddler. Don't do it. Oh God, no. Um, uh, let's see what else is coming up new. Uh, there's two Star Wars shows coming. Um, you know, Star Wars. Um, we have um, uh, Rebellions coming back. Uh, last night was a, the season premiere of Star Wars Rebels, and it was awesome. Um, kudos to, to them, uh, and, uh, kudos to Freddie Prince Jr., particularly, because I tweeted last night, yesterday, uh, waiting for the new Star Wars, uh, passing the time for the new Star Wars Rebels, and I posted a picture of Sabine on Twitter, her, while she was spray painting, so, like, I was, you know, you know, spray painting or whatever, keeping, you know, doing art or whatever, mm-hmm. which none of those things ever happened, <laughs> but Freddie Prince Jr., or his people, retweeted, yeah. I got an 84,000 retweet we reach with that. Nice! So, you know. Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., you rock. So, thank you for that. Got followers out of it, too. So Sweet. Now, if I can get them to listen to the podcast. Um, but, so, new new episodes of Rebellion's coming soon. We got to do the Siege of Lothal. We're going to do the uh, the Old Commanders. I think that's what this one's called. And um, me and Carter are doing a, a Star Wars Clone Wars series about in chronological order. We've already recorded. And Ellie has done, or I guess you'll be Elaine for the show. Elaine uh, is going to pop culture show called Fandemonium. So we've got new shows coming like really, really soon. And so that's exciting for us. And best definitely take out for, check out the videos and the articles. We've got stuff coming. So um, just stay tuned. Um, you can follow me at Scotty White. Um, you can follow the network at, at Mopcast Network. We love your followers. Hey, and also don't forget at Pezzy Fett. He is happy to listen to your, your problems and try to solve them. And he promises no disintegrations. <laughs> Pezzy Fett, Pezzy Fett, <laughs> does the thing that a Pezzy Fett does, gives advice, yes he does, no disintegration. I like that, I like that, I Look hope out. that's a theme song. Look out, there is the Pezzy Fett. And how can we find you, because that's what I was waiting for before we started oh. saying Pezzy <laughs> You can find me uh, on Twitter at pageantdad88. Have you decided you're going to change it yet? I have, I just haven't got around to it. Uh, do you know what you can call it? No, not yet. Probably like. I don't know. I don't want to do like cheer dad because I'm not sure she's going to cheerlead next time. I don't want to do t-ball dad because she's not playing softball. I don't want to do basketball because she might not like basketball. So I don't know what I'm going to do it as. I, can I suggest something? Yeah. How about Aaron Prime? That Yeah, that would work. Or Prime Aaron. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Prime Aaron. I, um, just, just, you know, just a thought. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I've got no, no ideas of... I am the the most boring person when it comes to like picking out nicknames. Okay, all right. So so if there are people listening, if they listen to the whole show, um, tweet us at Mopcast uh, at Scotty White or at Pageant Dad, um, <laughs> eighty eight, eighty eight, and um, Pageant Dad eighty eight, and uh, suggest new Twitter handles for him. Uh, what we call this hashtag. Something hashtag Aaron needs a new name. That's a really long hashtag though. Uh, hashtag a a 
A-L-K. Aaron Lynch Kelly. A-L-K needs new new name. Alk. Alk needs a new name. <laughs> so that's where we're going to do. Um, we're going to end with um, just really cool Japanese fans. So enjoy. Um, this is what we've created. Go out and uh, make your own thing for the multiverse. And Pezzy Fed. I really hope that makes it into the Pezzy Fed. Inside of you Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.